And then, you know, I've got to, th I've got to thank Rinky. Uh, He was actually the reason uh, we, uh, we teamed up for this tournament. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to play or not, and then Rinky asked me, and then, yeah, I decided to play, and then, geez, two weeks later, now we've, we've got this trophy, so... Big thank you to Rinky. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Buzz and Ray. That was Jason Kubler, of course, talking about his doubles partner, Rinky Hishikata. They beat Nice and Zielinski 6-4-7-6 to win the men's doubles final at the Australian Open last night. Our man on the spot there at Rod Labour Arena is Roger Rashid. Roger, good morning. Great scenes last night with that doubles win by Kubler and Hishikata. Yeah, good morning, boys. Uh, sure was anytime. Anytime I think, uh, you know, you're watching, obviously watching your own out on the court uh, that are playing in a world sport, you, you get behind them. And these two, these two young men, well, well, you know, they're sort of youngish, um, but, but they're, uh, you know, they, they play with great enthusiasm. They did from the first point, went through to, the, to you know, to when they, when they concluded and won and took care of the match. And, um, you know, it's a... When you when you team up, you've got no expectations. You're out there having fun, enjoying the tennis, and you've got some enthusiasm. Uh, and also, you have a chemistry. Yeah. Uh, and these two, you know, knowing each other, they have a bit of a chemistry. Yeah, it's amazing what things can happen. So they are they are Grand Slam champions. And yep, it's not the coveted singles um, crown, but it's uh, it's doubles, and they're they're Grand Slam champions, and they'll, and they'll be there forever. So big moment for them. Exactly, it was great scenes, and there were great scenes earlier that night. Um, in what was an extraordinary women's singles final, Roger, Arena Sabalenka defeated Elena uh, Rybakina, 4-6-6-3-6-4. Roger, you've covered the sport and played the sport. It's been your life. Have you ever seen two women hit the ball harder with such precision as they did last night? No, they were giving it a ride, weren't they? Yeah. they, were, they were, there was no doubt about that. I, I think what was... Uh, what was, I guess, beautiful about it is that um, they're both, you know, they're both really respectful, uh, caring people. They they opened up, and, and for Sabalenka to open up, she opens up the match with a double fault. A lot of talk about her history with, in that area where she's where she's battled with double faults, and they've, you know, especially last year here in Australia, and uh, she had a smile on her face. Then she then she followed up with an ace, which she's done throughout the tournament, and um, and she held on and. You know, you, you lose the first set, and you've you've already got a uh, win-loss record, which is heavily in your favour. You've never lost to your opponent, and then to then to claw her way back in a Grand Slam mm. final, hit her way back, and as you said, they, they were they were really destroying the ball there at, at times, and uh, you can see the force say they, they give it a ride, both almost six, well, one six foot, one's just under five eleven, yeah. uh, Sabalenka, and to, for her to to settle her nerves, about it be able to actually step up to the line, get herself ahead, have the match points, then actually relinquish those, uh, have to save, uh, you know, have to save break points as well throughout the, the, that time and then, then go on and win. Uh, that's That was pretty telling and it was, I guess, if you followed her story, um, you'd be pretty, you know, it was two years ago. It took her two years to win her first, first tournament, uh, which was in Adelaide three weeks ago, uh, four weeks ago, so... 
Um, yeah, it's a remarkable story and one I think you know everyone was pretty happy about. But they, but they, they put on a great show. Exactly, um, Roger. I know Buzz wants to talk about the men's final, but just quickly, do you think? We're seeing the start of a new rivalry now in women's tennis between Sabalenka and Rybakina, and two women who generally seem to respect and like each other. They both spoke so beautifully post-match, but, geez, they're young and they're superstars, aren't they? Yeah, they are, and uh, Sabalenka was funny. I think it's just her nervous energy makes her laugh a lot. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> when she was when she was taking, you know, she was talking so, which was great, just nice and raw and. Uh, look, they're obviously in the mix. Sabalenka's been in the top ten for a while, um, and uh, Rabakin has got to, you know, she's got to actually, uh, she now gets herself a lot higher. She's, a, she's yeah. definitely a top ten player, got a big game, um, and we, we want some we want some rivalries in the women's game. There's no doubt about that. We need them. Uh, Schwitek obviously is the number one player in the world. She was she was quite dominant last year, and uh, we need some big rivalries and. Uh, I, I guess it might open the it might open the floodgates a little bit for Sabalenka to believe that she can now get through um, you know get through the big moments uh, now that she's actually finally got through that big one and uh, that was a bit of a telling telling um, event for her. But look, it's all it's all uh, it's a roller coaster. There's no doubt about that. We we see it on uh, both sides of the fence. It's a bit of a roller coaster and. Uh, hopefully we can get, as I said, we can get some real nice rivalries. It's what it's what sport likes, isn't it? We do yeah. like rivalries in sport, and um, there's no reason why these two shouldn't be around for a, for quite a while. And, and especially, you know, the way they hit the ball. It's um, I remember, you know, way way back you'd see Lindsay Davenport, you'd see Kim Clijsters, you'd see Monica Selash, there's Steffi Graf, and they they all they were they were brilliant players who gave the ball a, mm. a ride, but. Savalenka, you know her average average ball speeds. You know they at one point through that match they were they were both hitting average ball speeds that were um, above uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas. Wow. Um, you know so that that gives I guess your viewers your listeners a, a bit of an insight of of how big they were hitting the ball. Hey Roger, great final last night. Um, I'm a casual tennis fan. I don't watch it all the time, and for me. I lost a lot of interest without Ash Barty, Nick Kyrgios, uh, Roger Federer, etc., etc. TV yep. ratings obviously suffered because they're massive draw cards. Looking at the whole tournament over two weeks, has it been a good tournament? Has it lacked from previous years? Your thoughts? Uh, look, obviously, we're we're um, we were, I guess, in um, we're a little bit in. Disneyland, really, in the in the sense that uh, tennis was, because it had, you know, we had we had global superstars and icons, you know, with Roger, Rafa, Novak, um, Andy Murray, that some mm. of the men's side, and and they were and they were such big, they were bigger than tennis, and and Rogers, you know, and so what happened was, it and they were consistent, so you knew that on the final weekend, or you know, you know, four days out. You know they were going to be there, so I guess we got used and used to watching the same, you know, sort of reading the same storybook, um, and seeing these big rivalries that went on for you know through the decades. So, um, and then on the women's side, you know, you, you're looking for the, you know, obviously Ash brought us quite, you know, brought everyone closer to tennis if you were if you're just a casual observer, and mm. um, so I guess yeah, when you take all that out, there's a there's a little there's a little hole. Uh, it's going to get filled up. Uh, there's no doubt the, the next generation of players, you know, we lost a couple of generations uh, because of the stranglehold that the superstars had on the game. And uh, now we're seeing it. We're seeing, you know, we've seen the changing with the, with the women as well, with Serena out as well. So we're seeing uh, the new, new um, 
new women in the game that are trying to establish themselves consistently in the game, so that takes a bit of time. And in the men, I guess we'll do that as well. But we do have the excitement of Alcaraz, who, who yeah. wasn't able mm. to be here, number one in the world, 19-year-old. Um, obviously, Sitsipas is there. He's not, you know, he's not, he's not old in any terms, but he's been there for a few years now. So, you know, he's been at the Grand Slam final, and um, so we're, it's, yes, it's changing. Yes, it's different. Um, but you've got to, you've got to embrace it because there's some, there's going to be some, you know, some rare talent that turns up and, and excites us. And I think the Open's had some, you know, had some great fight setters, and uh, uh, we, I guess, it's just a new, yeah. As I said, it's different for the casual viewer to. Um, embrace because they're not familiar with some of the sure. uh, some of the players, but but I think that will that'll turn and and uh, you know what what a great final we've got uh, tonight because it should be it should be something pretty magnificent if, if both boys can play um, well we know Navak's going to play right at the top there so it's whether Sitsipas can uh, match him in that real real elite space. Is he the best of all time if he wins tonight, Roger Novak? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. It's an, I guess it's a, it's a great argument, isn't it? Because I, I think what no, he'll match Rafa then at 22. Mm -hmm. uh, he he beats him in head to head. He beats him in. You know, if you're looking at the pure numbers, I think Novak's very keen. He's put it on the table that he wants to be ahead in by the numbers in every category, and he wants to. I mean, as far as you know, the the majors go and the the Masters series one thousands and heads to head and and um, so all those sort of things he's he's very keen on. He's hunting them down, and I like that. I like the fact that someone's actually said, yeah, it's not it's not arrogance. It's actually I'm this is what I want, and I'm going after it. So um, I think there's a bit more in that discussion, but look, he's certainly you know he's been so when you watch him play, you think, wow, where do I attack someone like this? Mm. Um, and you've got to have a big game and you've got to have an explosive game, an athletic game and uh, something that's actually got a bit of variety attached to it. So that's the other man on the other side of the court tonight. Um, so he does have all that. It's, it's whether you can put that on the court for, uh, for a number of hours back to back. And because you know what the Novak's, that's what he, do, that's what he demands of you. And, and the most important set, I think, in this match will be uh, will be the first set because if you're Tsitsipas, you need to uh, you need to put some score pressure on on Novak. Uh, it doesn't allow him to swing as freely at times, and uh, it creates a bit more tension in the match. So he was able to do it in the French Open a few years back, where he led two sets to love um, in his first major final. So you know if that's an indication, and we can get some uh, we can get that sort of tennis from Stefanos, I think we're you know, it's going to be going to be really entertaining tennis match. Mm. Yeah, Djokovic is a hot favourite, understandably so. There was that, I was mentioning the bars earlier, Roger, there was that four-game period in the first set against Tommy Paul when he went from a 5-1 set point, all of a sudden it was five-all game on, but then he, he regathered himself and just steamrolled through Tommy Paul. If I can ask you, Roger, to put the old coach's hat on, what would you be yep. saying to Stefanos Tsitsipas to give him the belief that he can beat Djokovic tonight? Well, he's hit with him a lot, and he's played played against him a lot, so he knows his ball. So it's not it's not really like oh, you know, Tommy Paul hadn't really hadn't really been in front of Novak at all as a, as a hit, having hit with him or playing him. So very unknown to know what happens, even though you're watching them, you, you haven't felt that before. Sevenos has felt everything from Novak, so he knows what he's getting. For me, it's about your side of the court. Can you 
you know, can you serve at a real high percentage, but also get some free points. You need free points. It's not about just starting starting the proceeding. So you've got to go you've got to go for that a little bit um, and be quite daring with your serve. And and then you know, for Sephanos, he he needs to look for as many forehands as he can off the first first ball and the second ball. So preferably the first ball whenever he can. That's an athletic demand. Um, he's got that, but it. Uh, you know, it's it's mentally you know engaging. So the minute he gets his forehand, if he can get a free swing on it, he's actually quite creative with that ball, and he can then try and work Novak around the court, who's one of the best, you know, has been one of the best movers in the game of all time. So uh, that's his that's the first part, um, and then the second part is obviously to to be able to, to be able to show a lot of variation on the court. So to expose you know expose yourself by coming forward a lot, trying to finish points at the net. Offering something different all the time so Novak doesn't get into his tennis rhythm. Because once he's in his tennis rhythm and he's controlling the back of the court, um, you know, he's been pretty flawless. Don't get me wrong, Novak will have his moments and there'll be some moments of tension like there was against Tommy Paul. And so, you know, will Sefnos have them, you know, when the doors open like that, can he really take advantage of it? And can the scoreline be tight enough for him to do that? So, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be quite intriguing and it's going to, um, it's going to, there's going to be little moments in the match that are going to be obviously very critical, and it's whether Sefanos is ready to take those when they're... Um, I, I have a little bit of a concern about his backhand side, uh, sits pass, and how often he needs to engage that versus his forehand, and if those numbers can stay very positive in the forehand side, I think he's got a, you know, he's got a shot at it. Yeah, you've set the scene brilliantly, Roger. Really appreciate it. Now it's a busy day for you. Can't wait for this clash between Djokovic and Sitsipas tonight. Enjoy it, Roger, and thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, boys. Have a great uh, Sunday. Good See you, Rog.